Join me right now on Kumite TV for the first time. Is one of the brightest stars coming up in the bantamweight division in Australia. Anthony Puglisi. What's going on, Anthony? Not much, man. Not much. Just excited to be here. Good, good, man. Um, let's start off first, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure that this is one of the first interviews you've probably done. You know, talk about yourself, man. Where you come from? Where you grow up? You know, you're some of some some stuff about your background. Okay, well, I train at uh, Rikers Gym here in Adelaide. Um, so I do just the MMA. I got I do the boxing there, do the kickboxing. Good uh, kickboxing reputation the gym has. I also do the jiu-jitsu there as well. Yeah, so I just got the whole team. Got three different coaches as well. So I got a boxing coach, kickboxing coach, MMA coach. They all tie in together. They help me out. It's good. It's great. Got a great team here. What aspect of uh, MMA did you start with first? Did you start with the striking or the ground? Where did it all begin? Well, I started doing like, it's called Jeet Kune Do. So I started doing that as a young, yeah, yeah. So I started doing that as a young kid. Um, then I found Rikers and started doing the jiu-jitsu at Rikers. So then I had a couple of jiu-jitsu competitions, found a lot of success in that, started winning, and then started joining the Muay Thai. And then, yeah, just got into MMA from there. So mainly I always started off with, Bit of stand up, and then moved to jiu jitsu, and now just involved in both. Let's go back to the chikundo, right? Because everybody yeah. believes that Bruce Lee is probably the father of mixed martial arts, right? With his chikundo, you know, how much has that helped you in your MMA game? You know, learning yeah. like your your base is in chikundo, which is considered probably the birth of mixed martial arts. Yeah, no, it's good because it's I have a different style. I feel. Because of that, like, um, you know, Southpaw sort of thing, you use the power hand as the front target. Um, yeah, it's definitely given me more focus on footwork as well, different different guard opposed to, like, the traditional Muay Thai. So I feel like that gives me an advantage when I'm sparring other people and fighting. People aren't used to that unorthodox sort of style. And just different concepts and stuff. The philosophy is a little bit different. But I incorporate it both. I still use a lot of my Muay Thai now. And yeah, so it's good. But it's definitely came from there. When you started with the jiu-jitsu, did that come easy to you? It actually did. I picked it up really quick. I think I had, uh, after about six months, I had my first competition. And won gold in that. Had four fights, I think. Won all by submission. Um, yeah, I was surprised about how quickly I picked it up. It just felt like second nature. Yeah. It seems like it because you have won almost all your fights by submission. I know, and I like to strike as well. <laughs> it's crazy. Everyone thinks I'm just some ground guy, but I really like striking. It's just how it's worked out. Yeah. Hey, you got to take the finishes where you can get them, right? Exactly, exactly. So but I, I do think like that's it. a mistake. A lot of guys will make, you know, facing you in the future. They're going to see all the submissions exactly. on your record. That's what and they're going to really be like, oh, this guy. Yeah, they're going to be like, this guy's just yeah. going to come here and try to take me down and choke me. Exactly. That's, that's what I, I'm happy about that because I can at least show some of my stand-up and it work against their game plan. So I'm happy. That's the plan. After competing so much and having success in jiu-jitsu, 
when when was the moment you know when was the time where you 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 thought like okay i need to kind of you know evolve and get into mixed martial arts i know you mentioned that you did get into muay thai but was there anything like was it before muay thai or was it after muay thai where you decided like i'm gonna start fighting you know mma it was probably after muay thai i saw a lot of uh positions and situations where i could take down like especially practicing the clinch and i'm like oh i'm seeing opportunities for takedowns and plus i just love jiu-jitsu so i wanted to move more to the mma scene yeah that's where i came from and i enjoy stand-up so i was just seeing these situations in stand-up where i'm like oh i could take him down here and that's kind of how it all started from there plus having three coaches like you know, training kickboxing and having my MMA coach, it kind of just brought itself together. Was it more of self? Was it more of self-realization for yourself? Like you're, you're like, okay, I'm gonna get into this mixed martial arts. I'm gonna do this. Or was it your coaches that came to you and be like, hey, man, you're, you're pretty fucking talented. Like, let's 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 get let's do this. Let's uh let's pursue this career. It was definitely me. It was yeah. I, I just loved that. So I was like, I really want to get into this. I don't know. I feel like I've just loved the combat sport for my whole life, really. That's why I did Jeet Kune Do as a kid before finding Rikers. Um, yeah, I've just loved fighting. And this is – MMA is more just – it's everything, you know. It's not just kickboxing. I can do whatever. It's a fight. It just feels real. So that's why I just found myself falling into it more so than being approached. And, yeah, that's how it all worked. Let's talk about your first fight against – Maddie Kerr talk about the fight man like was it like were you were you really nervous heading into the fight because some people say the first fight is the easiest one I agree the first fight was so easy um I wasn't nervous at all I was actually really excited I think I had a late opponent change again on my first fight and I was just so pumped to have a another opponent I was more excited than anything I wasn't I had no nerves I remember I was about to walk out and I saw my cousin, he was wearing a nice shirt. I'm like, hey man, nice shirt, as just as I'm about to walk out. Yeah, I was really chilled out and cool. Um, don't remember too much about the fight. Like, after it was over, I remember just being like, whoa, like, the adrenaline rush and whatever else. Second fight, I was a little bit more nervous just because I knew what to expect. But the first one, I was, yeah, it was so much easier, just probably not knowing what to expect, you know? You've knocked off five in a row now as an amateur. You know, if you can pinpoint like one of the fights that you've you've won and you and you've learned the most from, which one would that be? Probably my last two fights, just because they've went three rounds. They've gone a bit longer. Um, my first three ended pretty quickly. Uh, the, yeah, the last two definitely just because I've had like a ring experience, cage time more so um yeah i've learned a lot from that i learned from everything man like even the weight cutting what works best for my body just doing camp training camp but yeah definitely the last two fights i've learned the most just about myself as well strengths and weaknesses what can i improve upon mentally mental aspects of the fight game as well i've noticed that you've taken a year off now since your last fight and what have you been doing? What was the reasoning behind taking so much time off from competition? Was it the limited amount of opponents or was there just no opportunities for you? Exactly. So I was nominated for February this year, but I couldn't get an opponent. 
So I ended up going to Thailand to train and I practically like doing the sparring there. They were, so I'm not too fussed about like, I've been active, you know what I mean? Like doing hard rounds of sparring in Thailand. I feel like that was as much fight experience as any fight I've had. Um, and then throughout the year, I think I was supposed to have a fight, a Muay Thai fight, but I had to pull out of that from injury. And now this has just been the next thing to come. So I've just been, yeah, this is the only opportunity I've had. And I couldn't get an opponent for February. So, yeah. Thailand, um, where did you go to train out there? Uh, AKA. Okay. In Phuket. Okay. Yeah. Did you get to, did you get a chance to train with uh, Manel Capen? I did. I did a lot. I was sparring with him quite a bit, actually. Yeah. We did a lot of sparring together. It was really cool. We did some. Like, what did you pick up from him? You know, he has fought on the biggest stage or one of the biggest stages in MMA right now. What did you? Did Did he give you some advice? You know, on like going on with your career. Yeah, he did. Um, We did a lot of rounds together. That was like a really great experience. Um, we spoke, we actually kept in contact saying maybe I'm going to come down again and maybe fly me over or something, help with the next camps and stuff. Yeah, it was a really good experience. I really enjoyed that sparring. We did some hard rounds. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy. You know, he has that yeah. persona, but it, when you talk to him, when you meet him, man, he's one of the exactly nicest that. ever. Exactly that. Exactly. That's what I noticed. Now... This camp, you know, you said you were injured. You had to pull out from that fight. Now you get into camp. You get everything situated. You know, how long have you been in camp for this upcoming title fight at DFC 9? Probably, like, solid camp. Probably I've been in it for about eight weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, but seriously, I've been in camp all year round. Like, I've been training constantly. I've made some adjustment, uh, adjustments the past eight weeks trying to work on fitness more so. And, yeah, it's probably eight weeks of camp. But I've been training really hard all year round. Your original opponent was supposed to be Cody Haddon. I think that's pronounced right. Yeah. What happened with that? I'm actually not too sure. Um, as far as I heard, he didn't want to come up a weight class. I'm not sure. They, they didn't tell me much. They pretty much just said, he's out. You got a new guy. And I was like, okay, cool, let's go. Yeah, that's all I know. Bit disappointing, but it is what it is. Happens. You're used to it. Are you used to it? You know, I am. It seriously happens to me all the time. I actually am used to it. It happened to me my last fight as well. I'm pretty sure it happened to me once before I fought Brad Wally. It was my third fight. That was a one-day opponent change, 24 hours. The guy was supposed to fight. He had... I think trouble cutting weight or something, ended up going to hospital. So I had a one-day opponent change. So this is all, yeah, I'm used to all this stuff. Stuff. Your opponent, Kakembo, I think that's how you pronounce it. You know, some of these names, it's like very hard to pronounce, yeah. you know what I mean? There's so much You're variety in the names. Um, yeah, what do you know about him? Has, has he been someone that you've, you know, seen around the, the regional scene and, and noticed? Yeah, no, I haven't heard too much about him. Um, one of the guys I train with, so that follow him on Instagram and stuff. I sort of know what to expect. Though. I know I think he's a bit taller, so probably use his reach a bit more. But yeah, I think I know what to expect and what to work on. 
this title fight, you know, the Bantamweight title, is it something that you will win and then turn pro or are you going to take some time, defend the title and then turn pro later on? We'll see what the options are, see who's who's there, who's left. Because I don't think there's many amateur fighters in the Bantamweight in Australia. So we'll see who's there. I, I kind of want to just beat them all. I'm learning every fight camp I do. I'm learning so much mentally, physically, how to cut weight better. Yeah, this, this camp's been the best for cutting weight. Like, I've learned that. I've learned what to focus on. So I think I want to stay amateur. I want to defend the belt, definitely. And then we'll go pro. But, uh, yeah, let's see who's left. If there's no one left, then maybe I have to start considering going pro. That's you don't feel itchy? You don't feel itchy to turn pro? You know, there's a lot of pro Bantamweights out there, you know, with some names that you can fight. My time will come, man. It will come. It will all come. So, yeah, whether it's next year, whether it's the year after, it will come. So I'm excited right, about man. that. Well, rush. you know, you get your opportunity for the for the Bantamweight title, Diamondback Fighting Championship 9, November 3rd in Adelaide. Yeah. Thanks so much. Anthony, for the time, man, um, you have a bright future in front of you. Good luck on everything that's going on with you, and uh, I'll see you on the fights. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thanks, everything.